everyone. Welcome back to the Pass Back to You podcast. I am your host, Dia, and I decided to do another Feel Good Friday segment for this week because I am sure we could all use some happy stories to cheer all of us up. And I just wanted to say very briefly that I know many of us have been affected by what's going on at the moment with the coronavirus. And if you're ever feeling anxious or a little bit disconnected, I made a guided meditation episode on Monday and it should help with just that. So anyway, I was doing research for this week's stories. And of course, I did come upon a lot of things that are related to the coronavirus pandemic. And even though it really wasn't my original intention, But I guess now this episode is going to be the coronavirus edition, but the positive kind. And I found some really lovely heartwarming stories that showcase so much generosity, kindness, and just really the best of humanity during this global crisis. So, all right, I'm sending you all lots of love and let's jump right into today's Feel Good Friday stories. So these first few falling stories were all found via this website called sunnyskies.com and you can find all the links and full stories plus some show notes in the blog post for this episode. So our first story of the day has to do with elephants in Thailand. A lot of the elephants have been set free permanently due to the coronavirus. So as everyone know, the coronavirus has obviously impacted traveling worldwide and this obviously affects the elephant tourism in Thailand. And I've been to Thailand twice now, both times I did not do any elephant tours. It just didn't appeal to me. So anyway, I do want to address that I do feel sympathy and I feel bad for the tourism industry in Thailand as a whole. I know a lot of those people rely on travelers for their livelihood. Um, I know that not just Thailand, but many of the countries in the world relied on travelers to fund their economy. However, it's still such a happy story because um, the one camp director, her name is Enchali Kalampiche, I hope I'm saying that somewhat correctly, uh, said that this is the first time in 44 years that these elephants did not wear a seat on their back. So she also said, and I quote, since we entered the business in 1976, riding on the elephants has always been the favorite activity of tourists. But because the coronavirus has spread, there have been fewer tourists and eventually the government ordered us to close. So we have removed the chairs to liberate the elephants. We are not planning to put the seat supports back on the elephants. And even if we can operate again, we want to change the style of the place and find more natural ways that the public can enjoy the elephants. I am a tiny bit skeptical about this whole turnaround because um, I know that there's a lot of these sort of cruel elephant tours still happening or was happening in Thailand. But I do see that there's obviously two sides to the story. As the camp director said, um, there's the travelers and there's the elephant camps. So even when this chaos is finished and you decide to travel to Thailand, I highly encourage you to either opt out of 
the elephant tours or visit a sanctuary、um, instead of the ones that have you sit on their backs and basically have the elephants slaving around all day. But the happy news, the point of the story is that. Many, many, many of these elephant camps have been shut down, and I think that a lot of these owners or the people who are running the camps are now thinking of different alternative ways to treat and change their tourism.、Um, that way, the elephants are going to be better treated in the future. All right, our next story is this heartwarming tale of a local musician offering his kindness to a waitress in need. So, in Smithfield, North Carolina, there is a local musician who has been raising money to help people who are currently struggling financially during this coronavirus pandemic. And there's this man; his name is Nathan Shepard. He basically decided to play his guitar and live stream it on Facebook, and he asked the viewers to donate in. Any way they can in order to help those that are in need. Shepherd in one day raised two hundred and thirty-five dollars, and he gave this money as a tip to a local waitress. So this waitress named Jessica actually turns out to be a single mother of three kids. So after receiving this very generous tip, she told ABC Eleven, "I cried." I waited tables and bartended for quite a long time, and nothing like this has ever happened. So I was very gracious. The musician, though, didn't want to be thanked. Shepherd is quoted to have said, "I didn't want to see her response. I wrote a note on the back of her check and I left it in the book and walked out. I didn't want to see her face. I wanted her to enjoy that moment." And he also was quoted to say, "It wasn't about me. All the other people that donated, those are the real heroes." So I have this actual note he wrote as well as this. Text message that he got from the restaurant owner after this incident, posted on our Instagram as well as the full article on the blog post. If you want to watch, there's actually a video of this particular story. In any case, after Shepherd the musician did this wonderful thing for Jessica, the waitress, the restaurant that she worked at,、um, the owner sent him a text message, and the text message says. I pray every day, but tonight, after you left, I dropped to my knees and I sobbed while I thanked God for providing to my employees what I could not. Shepherd hopes to continue doing this each week for as long as possible, and he said, "I was the rock that was thrown in the pond. I want to create a ripple effect, and I would love to see other people doing this." I thought that was a super touching story of how this man took his took to his guitar on Facebook and was able to get th- this money.、Um, I'm sure this amount of money and this act meant so much to Jessica because she was really struggling and in need of support. And I really, really enjoyed this story. Our third story of the day headlines: 90-year-old woman who contracted coronavirus is now recovering. In a nursing home in Seattle, a 90-year-old woman who contracted the coronavirus has now recovered. Her name is Geneva or Geneva. She's a resident at a life care center in Seattle, and she's now serving as a beacon of hope for elderly people over the age of 65. Geneva was tested positive for the virus on March 6th, and of course, her family was very shocked and very upset. However, apparently Geneva had a different view. 
She supposedly said to her daughter, and I quote, I'm going to fight this for my family and make everyone proud. And so Geneva's daughter wrote about her mother in a post, and she said, It's the potato soup. She knew that's what she needed to help her get better. It's working, and the doctor and nurses are wanting the recipe. They have slowly taken her off oxygen. She's down to the lowest amount of comfort. She has a bit of a stuffy nose, probably will be listed listed as symptom-free tomorrow. She will still need to stay in isolation until she goes through the protocol for being being listed as clear and recovered. If she continues on her current path, she could possibly be discharged to go home in just a week. How is that for good news? Okay, great news. I think I just exhaled. Never underestimate the power of thoughts and prayers. Keep it up. It's working. End quote. She also gave a message to CBS News that her mother is getting better each day. So yay, I'm so glad for Geneva or Geneva um, that she's getting better and recovering. And for all of those who have elderly family members or know people with compromised immune systems, I wish you all to stay healthy, stay hopeful, and sending you all the best wishes. The next story is of the New Jersey police officers. In New Jersey, the Sayreville Police Department is delivering groceries to the elderly people who are running low on supplies. The department wrote on their Facebook, Today, we were able to help many senior citizens who are running low on supplies. It is a reassuring feeling when everyone in the community comes together to support each other. We also want to thank all of those in our Facebook community who have offered help. And Lieutenant James Novak said, It's scary for them to even come out of the house. We saw the issue and worked with some local food pantries and just said, Hey, how can we help? And a majority of the food delivered were donated by local nonprofits. So yay to not only the Sayreville Police Department, but also to everyone who has extended a hand in these trying times to help out someone else in need. And speaking of helping others, I want to continue with all of these heartwarming stories in which people step up and either offer their services in some way or donate or continue to offer their help in any way they can. Next story takes place in New York City. More than 1,000 retired and private practice doctors and nurses have answered New York City's cry for help. They have volunteered and joined forces with already 9,000 medical professionals with the New York City's Department of Health. Mayor de Blasio told WCBS, I think it's so inspiring. So many people are coming forward to help, and that's how we're going to beat this back. De Blasio is also recruiting medical students and also asked federal government for help from other parts of the country. And even though it's already on everyone's mind, I just wanted to say a huge thank you. Thank you so much to all of our healthcare workers across the world, and thank you all for your services. In other helping news, Chef Jose Andreas is transforming eight of his restaurants into temporary soup kitchens. So Chef Jose Andreas has eight restaurants that are in New York City and Washington, D.C., and he has now turned them into soup kitchens for those that are struggling during the pandemic. They have carry-out meals that cost just $7 for those who can't afford it, but also they're very flexible to other customers that are struggling financially or currently out of work. And on top of that, all of his employees are also getting paid leave and current health benefits for at least the first two weeks. 
Chef Jose Andreas wrote in an Instagram post, "We are all in an unprecedented emergency, and as painful as it is, all restaurants, bars, etc., must be closed across America if we are to avoid what's happening in other countries. This is the only way." In this moment, loving each other means staying away from each other. This is about we, the people. Each of us has a responsibility to act for others, not just for ourselves. We are all together in this fight. If you want more updates、um, on what Jose Andreas is doing, you can definitely follow his Instagram at Chef Jose Andreas. These next few stories are about people who have given generous amounts of donation, sort of specifically、uh, celebrities. So I'm sure there has been a ton of donations made by those who are more well off, and I think that's amazing for those more fortunate to share their resources right now with everyone who are struggling at this moment. And one of those people is the Cavaliers basketball player Kevin Love. He is donating one hundred thousand dollars through his foundation to support the staff who were working at the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse in Cleveland, Ohio, where his team plays. And. Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds are donating one million dollars to food banks such as Feeding America and Food Banks Canada. Ryan Reynolds actually posted on his Instagram about this donation and asks if you can give. These organizations need our help. He then wrote on the post, "Take care of your bodies and hearts. Leave room for joy." Call someone who's isolated and might need connection, and then in parentheses he wrote Hugh Jackman's number is dot dot dot. Of course, he didn't actually give out Hugh Jackman's number, but yay for Ryan being Ryan. <laughs> If you are or you might be interested in donating, you can visit both Feeding America and Food Banks Canada. Their Instagram handles are spelled just like the names, so it's at Feeding America and also at. Food Banks Canada. In more celebrity donating news, Rihanna has actually donated five million dollars through her foundation, the Clara Lionel Foundation, which was actually named after her grandparents. And some of the recipients for her donation are Feeding America, Rescued Org,、um, World Health Organization, Direct Relief, and she also donated some money to Barbados. So I would gather some organizations, and if any of you are in the place、um, and are able to donate or you want to help, you can check those through the list on our blog post, which will be linked in this episode's description. These next stories are found and collected from the website Positive News. And here are some stories I wanted to share from around the world. As previously, I think most of the stories were kind of in the U.S., but around the world. Next story is China has now officially banned the consumption of wild animals following the coronavirus outbreak. This ban would prohibit hunting, trading, transporting, and the consumption of all terrestrial wild animals. It doesn't matter if they're bred in captivity or they were caught in the wild. This is definitely great news, and obviously, I know there are some people that will still frown upon this news, as this should have not been allowed in the first place. I totally get that. 
But I just want to offer a very gentle reminder to us all, and that is that we're humans, whether individually or collectively, we all make mistakes. Some mistakes are redeemable, while others can cause a worldwide crisis. But the other side of being a human and being always imperfect, and I say that in the most loving way, is that we are given the chance to respond to mistakes and evolve for the better, whether that's individually or as a collective. And I think that even with everything happening,、um, seems like there's not much good that can come out of it, but there are. And the most important thing is that we can always learn from our mistakes and try to be better. Other worldwide collective efforts include LVMH, which is a Louis Vuitton's parent company, and they have pledged to dedicate its perfume factories to manufacturing hand sanitizers to help combat the pandemic. According to New York Times, the company has plans to produce up to twelve thousand tons, and this was actually sometime last week, so they might have made it already. And they will supply it free of charge to the French hospitals currently battling. Battling the outbreak, and I know they're not the only perfume factories doing this. I have seen others doing the same as well, because actually perfume factories have all the necessary ingredients to produce sanitizers. In the UK, around 170,000 people have signed up overnight to volunteer for the NHS in response to the pandemic. NHS stands for the National Health Service. NHS England's national medical director said, and I quote: "Yesterday, we sent out a call to arms for an army of NHS volunteers, looking for a quarter of a million volunteers. And I can say that overnight, we've already had 170,000 people sign up." It's an absolutely astonishing response," he told BBC Breakfast, and the total has actually grown to four hundred and five thousand by Wednesday afternoon, and then to more than half a million by Thursday morning. So these volunteers are going to be collecting shopping, medicine, other essential supplies for those who are currently self-isolating, and they'll be delivering those supplies to their homes. And there are also those who will be driving discharged patients or things like providing calls to elderly people who are isolated or at risk. As I was researching these stories, I couldn't help but feel. Overcome with emotions. Yes, I know there are people still doing stupid things like hoarding toilet paper or gathering in large numbers as some kind of protest for their personal freedom. There's even people, believe it or not, licking toilet seats as some kind of viral challenge. But there are also so many people offering their help, giving out food for free, sharing their supplies, and it doesn't matter if you don't have a million dollars to donate. But I know any small gesture of kindness is so very much appreciated at this moment. Even just taking the time to check in with your family and friends could mean so much, especially during this time when we all feel collectively disconnected and very uncertain. And know that all the medical experts and scientists globally are all working towards finding a solution for this virus. So thank the doctors and nurses, and if you're out shopping for groceries, please do thank the employees for working. I know it would mean so much to them. Again, I will collect some organizations that you can make a donation to in the blog post for this episode, and please feel free to listen to the guided meditation from our Monday episode. 
We also have a Pass Back to You Facebook group, and there's only currently two members, including myself. So basically, there's only one member, but all of you are welcome to join, and you will definitely be one of the first, the OG members, to join the family. If you would like to hear more Feel Good Friday stories or other content, make sure to follow us on wherever you listen to podcasts, and please tell your friends and family about us. I'm sure we can all use some feel good, happy stories right now. And I would also personally really appreciate it. If you have some feel good stories you'd like to share with us, please do send them to the email address, and that's passbacktoyou at gmail.com. Pass has an S, so multiple paths. Again, passbacktoyou at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much for joining us here. I am your host, Dia, and I will talk to you in the next episode. Take care, everyone. Bye.